You are listening to Echoes with Thoughts, a podcast that will keep you informed and will keep you on the edge of your seat. Now sit back, open up a can of pop or some water, as Sosalyn, your host, goes behind the mic and talks about life in general. Remember to keep it saucy. Well, hello and welcome to Echoes with Thoughts. I hope you guys are having an awesome day as it is Monday, February 26th, 2024. And holy cow, what a day it has been. As many of you know, I am under the weather lately. Um, and I don't know, but I've been like under the weather ever since I've been out of the military. Like, kid me not, I have not been completely fully healthy. Um, I either get like the sniffle, like the sniffles, or I just get sick quite a bit, and uh, it's a bummer. But you know what? It happens when you uh, when you get to my age, and you're not a young sprout anymore. But either way, uh, it is fantastic to be alive, and it's always grateful. And uh, but we're gonna be talking about. Tulsi, not Tulsi Gabbard, but Karen Haley, a.k.a. known as Nikki Haley. Now, a lot of you probably know, why Why do you have so much beef with Nikki Haley? And why? And if it were to come down to Nikki Haley or President Joe Biden, who would you support? Well, let me tell you where it all starts off. I don't think Nikki Haley is a very good candidate for the people. I do not. Um, I do not think she is a strong candidate. Uh, she is more of a candidate that is supports war, and she's <clears throat> another candidate that's all gun ho, and um, she doesn't like to have peace. And she is your Mitt Romney Republican, and um, and I just can't support that. But another thing is that whenever you have so much support uh, for one, like the South Carolina primary came out, okay, and President Trump did a phenomenal job beating her out of the water. And to me, it, it, I'd be embarrassed if I were Nikki Haley and, <coughs> excuse me. I'd be very embarrassed um, because there's nothing to be proud of when you lose by 40 points in a percent, 39% to 41. That's not something to be gloating and hooting and hollering to be about. And um, there is, I don't think Nikki Haley, she is also a candidate that doesn't represent the people. She is more of a, a la America last person. And you can tell that in her policies. I call her Mrs. Pillsbury Doughboy, uh, which is married to Mr. Pillsbury Doughboy. You would think those who are married, Chris Christie and Nikki Haley, because all they do is attack President Trump and say, oh, how bad Putin is. And, oh, well, let's put Ukraine first and put the poster boy Zelensky first. I mean, <clears throat> what policies has Nikki Haley actually run on and we're going to actually i have her website up and you'll probably wonder why okay 
why would you even have her website up? Well, <clears throat> let me put that, Nikki, let me pull up the website for you. And boy, this is going to be, oh boy. You, her website's not easy to handle. Her website's very, it, I don't like it. Uh, right away when you pull up her website, <clears throat> it states strong and proud per se. And then uh, chip in now 10, 25, 50, 100, and $500 or other. Yeah, I'm not going to be donating anywhere. Grassroots. Oh, so here's what she states. Okay. Let me see what she. You know, the interesting part is, is that she doesn't. Oh, about Nikki Haley. Okay, there we go. Okay. So here's a little bit about Nikki Haley. This is from her website directly. So uh, Bamberg, South Carolina in 1972 was a place where the railroad tracks divided the town by race. Oh, you got to bring in the, <clears throat> you got to bring in the uh, identity politics in there. Great job, Nikki. Fantastic. So when Nikki Haley was born, one of four children to the only Indian American family in the town, she was already an outsider. Oh, oh boy, this can be a tough read. But Nikki's mom would always say to her, say her job was not to show everyone how she was different, but how she was the same. Oh boy. And she would also tell her how blessed she was to live in America. Okay. In 2004, Haley ran for the South Carolina State House against a 30-year-old uh, incumbent Republican lawmaker in the primary and won in the state legislature. She took an old guard culture of Columbia and pushed for tax cuts and transparency when legislators in both parties voted to increase their taxpayer-funded benefits. Okay, <clears throat> As retaliation, the Republican leadership blackballed Haley, removed her from her committee's assignments, and attempted to end her career. Well, okay, well, I... Okay, try your best, awesome to. Holy cow, okay, try your best. Okay, um, she ran for governor and won. Wow. In two thousand ten, Haley was elected the hundred sixteenth governor of South Carolina, and she was the youngest governor in the country and first minority female governor in America. During Governor Haley's tenure, uh, South Carolina was a national economic leader. Known as the Beast of the Southeast, and the state's unemployment rate hit a 15-year low, and it saw over $20 billion new capital investments, and her administration announced her job in every county in the state. Okay. Uh, Governor Haley brought sweeping reform to South Carolina. She passed ethics reform and signed into law a bill that for the first time required lawmakers to put their votes on the record. She improved education and empowered parents by signing a charter, charter school bill that expanded school choice. And she brought South Carolinians together when tragedy stuck, both in the aftermath of the racially motivated murderers Murders uh, at the Mother Emanuel 
church in Charleston and following destruction caused by Hurricane Matthew. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> the people of South Carolina decisively reelected her in 2014, two years later. Time Magazine named her one of the 100 most influential people in the world. Okay. 2016, President Donald Trump nominated Governor Haley to serve as the U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations. In that role, she also served as a member of the President's Cabinet and on the National Security Council. As Ambassador, Haley defended U.S. interests, kept our country safe, and championed human rights. Nikki and Michael Haley met at Clemson University. Michael, a combat veteran, <coughs> deployed to Afghanistan in 2013, making Nikki the first governor in U.S. history to have her spouse deployed. So, not only that, okay, I, I'm going to keep reading. I'm going to keep reading. All right. Holy, I'm trying my best to uh, uh, tone her down uh, before I get riled up. This is riling me up of how much part of my language bullshit there is in her thing. Mike, <clears throat> um, uh, making the 2013, the and uh, Michael is currently deployed overseas again for a year-long mission. Hmm. The Haley's have been married for 26 years and have two children, Rena and Nalia. They also have two dogs, Bentley and Ryo. Well, boy, this is going to be fun. Okay. So, number one. Nikki Haley is her husband is not deployed anymore, um, so that was another lie, a major lie actually, uh, because <clears throat> while she is fifty two years old, her husband okay is let's see deputy deputy born spouse, so her husband is wow okay twenty thirteen. Yeah, so 54 years old. So her husband is 54 years old. And uh, he was a major when he retired. And he is no longer military service. Uh, yeah, so Haley is listed as the president for Stands America and receives for compensation. Yeah, so he is no longer in the military. So that's another major lie that we're going to go blow right through her whole thing. Um, yeah, it's definitely, that's another big lie, a 54-year-old man being in the military, and she even stated that she was also in the military. Now, to me, that's another major false lie, to be in a major, <clears throat> major and then be in the military that you're really not. So now we have... So the awards that she collected, okay, was Haley was inducted into the Order of Plaid uh, Medal in 2010, and she was she has two honorary degrees, a Doctor of Humanities from Clemson University, and a Doctor of Public Service from the University of South Carolina, and Haley received an honorary fourth black belt in Taekwondo, okay. She also received awards from India Abroad and International Republican Institute, Christians United for Israel, and uh, Hassan 
the Foundation for Defense of Democracies, the Hudson Institute, and the Independent Women's Forum, the UN Watch Award, the Simpson Weschler Center, <clears throat> and the American Enterprise Institute, and finally, the World Jewish Congress. So those are the awards and honors she has received. And uh, <clears throat> there's nothing really that I can say because it's all confusing. And uh, she never served in the military. And uh, that's that's number one. So that's a major lie that uh, blows off. But the one interesting thought I have to say, okay, with Nikki Haley, okay, is that you notice how she creates everything from race. Did you notice that? Like, she no, like she relates everything to race. Like, say, well, I'm a woman. I'm a woman of I'm a woman of color. I am poor me feel bad because a woman of, I'm an Indian and I was the only. Um, I wasn't allowed in a beauty pageant because they didn't know if I was brown or white and all this. Those can go on. She's playing the same exact book. Poor me feel bad because, you know, I'm a woman. Well, none of it makes sense at all, actually. None of it. Um, and a matter of fact, I honestly don't understand any of it. And there's a good reason. So there's no policies that she's actually run. Even on her website, it doesn't tell exactly what she's running on. She only shows what <clears throat> she only shows what she's about. And uh, she it's about her, like her background story and how she was all poor me. But other than that, it doesn't, it honestly doesn't get anything. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to know whether she's going to, whether she's doing things or not doing things. Like, I don't understand. So we don't know what she stands for. Well, always, I know what she does stand for. She stands for making sure that our country gets handed to Ukraine. That's what she makes. That's what she probably stands for. <clears throat> and then she also probably stands for uh, making sure that our country, uh, we keep continue paying for Palestine and Gaza and also both sides of the war. That's what she also stands for. <coughs> and we cannot forget, though, but she also stands for raising your minimum wage on your Social Security, raising taxes. And she also stands for cutting the veterans benefit program. So it sounds like a true winner to me. If I were if I were a Democrat, I'd be like, hey, hoorah, let's, that is my woman of choice. That's like Hillary Clinton, and, uh, but so-called Republican. There's nothing, Hillary and Nikki Haley are the same people. No policies, just a victim card. Now, if I were, if I'm correct, okay, on Saturday, they had South Carolina primary. Okay. And over, if you were paying attention to the news conferences and stuff, you had, so somehow Nikki Haley garnered three delegates and uh, that's pretty pathetic actually. Um, and President Trump garnered 47, which is very, very uh, explanatory. 
But the funny part is, is that President Trump maintained to get 451,905 votes. <coughs> and um, and then you also had Nikki Haley garnering 298,574 votes. Now, more than half of her votes, probably, all came from Democrats. Because if you watched her um, before the speech, you can see that majority of her speech, like majority of her supporters, if it became between Trump or Biden, half of her supporters would vote for one as a no-label party or two for Joe Biden. So what's, I mean, what's the message there? Vote for me because I'm a, a true rhino. This is a definition of a Karen rhino. And I'm fed up. And tomorrow's Michigan primary. And you have Super Tuesday coming up, March 2nd. Or not March 2nd, but March 5th. Super Tuesday is there. Now, you, you can explain that she's going to pick up some delegates. Not as much as Trump will. Actually, barely a delegate she's going to pick up. But she's got a long ways. If you look at the current delegate count, okay, you have, <clears throat> you have uh, at the current delegate count, President Trump is leading 110 delegates. And coming in second is Nikki Haley with 20 delegates. Ron DeSantis, nine delegates. So I'm wondering where those other nine delegates and three delegates all came from. And thank God uh, that Asa Hutchison got zero delegates and Pillsbury Doughboy got uh, zero delegates and then other candidates too. But <clears throat> you wonder if those 12 candidates, those 12 delegates would presumably go to Trump. So therefore he'd get 122. I don't know. Maybe that's what I would say. Because both candidates, Ron DeSantis and Vivek, also support uh support trump so that's that's just my book but here's why i think about nikki haley though and i think here's why she's supposedly enough for the long haul so she knows half of her endorsements big big money donors got out she knows that she lost major endorsements so my guess is that she's gonna run as a third as a no no name and she's going to pick probably Joe Manchin as her vice president. That could that could presumably happen or Mitt Romney, one of those two. That should be very dangerous um, on multiple levels. But will that affect? Because Nikki Haley doesn't care about uniting the Republican Party, she could care less. She cares more about dividing the Republican Party. She cares more about uh, identity politics than any other candidate. She has no, she she has no re, she has no opportunity to uh, bring ideas forward, besides attack President Trump and um, attack Putin, but doesn't dare attack Joe Biden though. Well, I've not seen her sling mud at Joe Biden, <clears throat> but I also give credit for President Trump now. You are better off now focusing in on uh focusing in on 
just Joe Biden. You are. Let him do. Let him do all the work, and now just focus on the general election at this point, because you're going to get to the magic number. You're going to get it. <clears throat> and so let me also come back to where I started. If President Trump is convicted of all these so-called crimes, then who would I vote for? Well, <clears throat> Robert Kennedy is not bad. He's a lot better than uh, Nikki Haley. He's running as independent. Uh, and he's more of your JFK Democrat. Or I would probably just stay home and not vote. This would be my very first year not voting. That's something that I do not want to do. But at the same time, it's a predicament that we've all been put in. Because I don't think I can support a candidate that does not that's not running on any policies, number one. And I also think that I'm not going to vote for a candidate that keeps slinging in mud and doesn't do their homework and plays a victim card. I don't want identity politics president. We've already had that enough for the past four years. It's time that we make positive change. It's time to unite America. Nikki Haley is not going to be the person to do it. She'll divide it, no doubt. She'll keep the oligarchs going. She'll keep the good old establishment machine running. And that's scary. And so with this in mind, I would su suggest walking away from Nikki Haley. Don't place your vote on Nikki Haley. And uh, research, your, research your full options. And, uh, and it's not that I'm a Republican or not. You know, it's, I'm starting to walk away from the Republican Party. I don't think they're the party that a lot of people think uh, the old Republicans stood for. We are, at, we are at a crossroads with our nation. And so with this in mind, Karen Haley will not be the candidate. I will be supporting, or hopefully not a lot of people will be supporting Karen Haley, because she reminds me a lot like a Karen. <clears throat> like a negative Karen. And that's why I call her Karen Haley. And so with this in mind, I truly hope you have an awesome day. And remember to keep it saucy. Bye.